Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of Walk On Radio. I'm Dal Meyer. I'm joined with Ryan Humphreys, and we're here, episode two. And today we're doing an NFL preview. We're going to talk about the divisions, talk about awards, who's underrated, who's overrated. But before we get into that, today is Jersey Day. I know you can't see us, but we are rocking two fantastic jerseys. So, Ryan, why don't you tell them what you're wearing and why, and then I'll tell them mine. Uh, you know, Dalton knows this. Uh most of you guys know this, but I am I am self-proclaimed the biggest Dallas Cowboys fan in the world. Uh, you see it on my Twitter. You you if you know me, you hear me talk about it. But on this specific Jersey Day, I went with one of my favorite players in the NFL. That's New Orleans Saints Taysom Hills, the Swiss Army knife of the NFL. I respect the versatility. He's definitely one of my favorite players. Yeah, and, uh, you know, if you're around the Huntsville area, you know that a lot of people compare Humphreys to Taysom Hill, so of course he would wear that jersey. For me, I'm a big Packer fan, everybody knows it, but a lot of people don't know is that I'm a big fullback guy. I love the fullback position, I wish I could play it, and so the jersey I'm rocking is a John Kuhn jersey, number 30, used to play for the Packers, he is retired now. Uh, he was the man. He People in Green Bay know who he was. A lot of people don't know outside. If you ever go to a Lambeau game back in the day, anytime he would get the ball or, or get a pass, Ooh. you would hear Coon. The big uh, chant. A lot of people thought they were booing him. No, they were chanting Coon. He's the man. I love him. And he's the ginger. That's my boy. So we're going to get into division talk. Uh, we're going to preview and see what we how we rank them. So we're going to start off with the AFC West. But before we do that... Uh, we're recording this on a Monday, and Patrick Mahomes just got paid. We're talking a 10-year, up to $503 million, and this is without advertisement, without nothing. He is now big money quarterback. How do you feel about this contract? Talk to me about it. Man, I'm no math uh, magician, but $503 million is over half a billion dollars. So definitely changes the game as far as quarterbacks getting paid. Uh, I think it sets up the the future numbers for the up-and-coming guys like Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson. I mean, the, the numbers for them, you know, I'm, I'm not saying they're going to get paid this much in this many years, but just like every year, one guy gets paid, the next one's number just goes up. And so I, I think, you know, you, you question a 10-year contract, but with a, with a generational talent like Mahomes – uh, I think it. I don't now. I don't think it's a matter of if the Kansas City Chiefs win another Super Bowl. To me, it's how many more will they win in, in this ten, actually twelve year span because the ten years added on his remaining two. And so I, I definitely think the sky's the limit for for Mahomes and the Chiefs. So with other quarterbacks, you know, you have Deshaun, you have Dak, and you have Lamar. They're all wanting to get paid. Their contracts are running soon. What do you think those three quarterbacks can make? Do you think they're going to make the same numbers as Mahomes? Do you think they're going to demand the same numbers yearly? Yeah. yeah, like, do you think this 10-year, this big contract is going to become a new thing with these three elite quarterbacks trying to get new contracts? Well, you see it in running backs, you know, uh, a guy gets paid, and, and then the next year a guy gets paid more than that, uh, and the next year a guy gets paid more than that. Um, and, and I th- I see the the same thing happening with the quarterback position to an extent, but I just I don't know if it's even reasonable to ask for the same thing that Mahomes is getting, just given what he's done in in a very short career. I mean, uh, you're going to hear me say this a lot, but I think Patrick Mahomes is as high a ceiling talent 
as there has been in, in a very long time at the quarterback position. Yes, Lamar Jackson is a talented player. Yes, Deshaun Watson is a talented player. Yes, Dak Prescott is a talented player. But I don't think that they can reasonably ask for a 10-year contract to this magnitude that Patrick Mahomes was able to land. And, uh, you know, as you were saying that, I kind of thought of another thing. Because you were talking about, like, the stigma with running backs. And with the running backs, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, you give them a few years and then they're done. So do you think the quarterback position is the only one that can kind of have a 10-year offer if you're a GM? Is there another position that you could give that kind of offer to, or you think quarterback's it? Well, I know that Father Tom never loses, um, and that's that's prevalent with a lot of the great quarterbacks. Uh, you know, Tom Brady, Brett Favre, guys like that who who seem like they played in the NFL for thirty years. Um, you know, I, I just I think the wear and tear uh, on people's bodies um, as as competitive as high school football is, and and elite as college football is nowadays I think people's longevity is is lower but you know of course I mean yeah uh, Larry Fitzgerald is a a great example of a guy who has had a really long career Joe Thomas left tackle really great example of a guy who had a long career but you know you never know Um, you know I could walk out in the street and get hit by a car I mean you never know I don't think you can't you, you as a GM signing a guy you can't be worried about an injury. I think I think you have to pay them for what they can do healthy. Um, so yeah, I, I think to answer your question, yes and no. Um, but but quarterback, I would say is the the easiest position to have longevity at. Yeah, and you know, with the GM, you take risks like that for a player like Mahomes. But you have you know, there's always the Luke Keekleys and the Andrew Lux comes out of nowhere and they're done. So hopefully this ten year contract works out. And speaking of Mahomes and the Chiefs, we're going to the AFC West. So go ahead and tell me what you think about the AFC West. Uh, this is a, you know, Chiefs kind of have it in the bag, but the other three teams kind of grew, had a good draft. So what are you thinking? Well, uh, I, you know, I think that Kansas City is the clear-cut favorite here, coming off a Super Bowl victory last season. Um, I, I don't see any teams in this division being able to keep up with arguably the highest power offense in the NFL. I love Tyreek Hill. I think he's one of the most explosive players in the NFL. Travis Kelsey is my number one tight end in the NFL. Um, you know, you just drafted Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who I think has a lot of potential at running back. And, and there's a lot of other pieces to that offense. And so I don't even really want to talk about them. Everyone knows they're going to be good. I have them winning the division easily, probably finishing number one in the AFC. Uh, but I look at teams like Las Vegas, uh, formerly the Oakland Raiders, but I, but Las Vegas, I you know I think they've underperformed under Gruden uh, in his tenure, and I think I think that it's going to finally work out. Uh, I have them in second uh, this season in the AFC West. Behind them, I have Denver, who in the draft you know really really got a lot of offensive weapons for a, a young Drew Locke. Um, I, I think that he's going to be able to throw it around. I see potential from them. Let's not jump the gun. I think they're a couple years away from being really successful. But in fourth, for my AFC standings, I'm going to have the Los Angeles Chargers. I think they have good players. Um, I like the Justin Herbert pickup in the draft. Personally, think that he is going to have a better career than Joe Burrow and Tua Tagovailoa. That's a pretty hot take. Uh, but 
I, I like Justin Herbert, and I think you know Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, uh, solid guys on defense. I, I think that they can compete. I don't think they'll be a dead last team. Uh, I think that they're just slightly worse than Las Vegas and Denver. Don, what do you think? Well, we have some disagreements. We do agree that the Chiefs are going to win outright, I hope but so. <laughs> I I wouldn't say they have the best offense. I think okay. they have the best quarterback. Uh, I think Travis Kelsey is a top three tight end. I don't think he's the best. I think George Kittle has taken over. Um, even with Gronk coming back, you don't know. But uh, I, I love Travis Kelsey. Tyreek Hill is fast. But other than that, you know, you're a big Sammy Watkins guy, and I am not. <laughs> I don't I don't see it. I Other than Tyreek Hill, they don't really have much on the— uh, I think he's a good compliment. And, you know, you talk about the LSU running back— I just, you know, I don't know. They don't really have a running game right now, and that's going to be their, their downfall. I just don't know that they need to. Yeah, I mean, but if, if you throw it every game, they're going to find a way defense to stop the pass. You're going to have to run the ball. Man, they just, pay, they just paid the guy doing it half a billion dollars. Yeah. Well, I, I say all that, <laughs> but I know they're going to win outright. Now, my number two, which was your dead last, I'm taking Chargers number wow. two. And this is why. And you know what? I like Justin Herbert, but I don't know if he starts. Tyrod Taylor is still the guy. I like Tyrod Taylor. I think he plays for a little bit. Maybe if he does bad, they put in Herbert. I think he starts. Look, their defense is, their defense is top. Their defense is ranked in the top five almost every week. And you know, I was surprised. I was doing my research, and I was like, "Wow, the Chargers. They have Joey Bosa, one of the best pass rushers. Um, they have really their their corners are really good. And I don't know. I think they could surprise people. They." I think Justin Herbert will have a better career than most of the rookie quarterbacks, but I don't think he starts yet. But Tyrod Taylor is not a bad quarterback. For number three, we both agreed on the Broncos. I like Drew Locke. A lot of people don't like Drew Locke, but I think he, he's got a good future ahead of him. Uh, Lindsey's a good running back, but you know Von Miller's still one of the top defensive players. But other than that, I don't really see much on defense. So they kind of worry me. And I had the Raiders dead last. Um you know, they don't even know who's playing quarterback yet. They got <laughs> they got Mariota and they got Carr. They just kind of, I don't know. They have a, Max Crosby was their best defensive player, and he was a rookie nobody knew. So, I don't know. They're going to be just able, really like Gruden. I'm a big Gruden. Yeah, guy. I mean, I like Gruden too, but he's got to come up with something. Yeah. But I, I think the going to Las Vegas is cool. Have you seen the new stadium? It's the Death Star. Dude, it's <laughs> The black sweet. is awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. I think going to Vegas was a I think. Vegas should have had a team a long time ago. I'm surprised well, they didn't. Just just the the uh, amusement sense of it. Just people in Vegas, you know, sports betting, all that. The the atmosphere of a Raiders game, I think, can be a lot of fun. Yeah, and I was a completely against against it because I I'm from the Oakland area. So and Oakland, you know, that's their boys. You you talk about diehard fans. Yeah, Oakland is no. some diehard fans. So that was rough to watch, but I mean, it was. The writing was on the wall. I love I love the the move to Las Vegas for an NFL franchise. I wouldn't have picked Oakland just because I know that that fan base is is diehard. Uh, I can't imagine if if the Cowboys left Dallas, yeah. for instance. You know, a, a great fan base, or or Green Bay left left Wisconsin. I mean, that would be that would be life changing for for people who are are diehard fans. Yeah. So for the AFC West, uh, I have Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. Um, but you know, it, other than the Chiefs, the two, three, and four are kind of up for grabs. They kind of it's going to be week by week how they go. Um, so we move on to the next one. We have the AFC North. Now this one's tough. Uh, Bengals got a new franchise quarterback. Ravens 
had one of their better seasons they've had in a while. Big Ben is back, and then the Browns have a strong-looking team. What do you got? Man, uh, the safe pick here is Baltimore, and I think Baltimore it wins this division. Uh, I personally don't think they are as dominant as they were last year. Uh, definitely don't see them being better than the Chiefs. Uh, have them finishing second overall in the AFC. Uh, Lamar Jackson, don't get me wrong, talented player, but can he keep it up? Um, no way he puts up the rushing numbers he did last year. So for him to be kept in that elite quarterback category, for me personally, he's going to have to be not a, I'm not saying he has to be a pocket passer. I'm saying he has to be more of a pocket passer. There's a reason there's never been a fully running quarterback. And, and it's like we talked about earlier, it's longevity. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson's not a big guy. He is a hit away from his best uh, asset being taken away from him, and that's running the ball. Uh, so if I'm if I'm defenses opposing defenses, I'm doing what the Tennessee Titans did last year in the NFL playoffs, and I'm saying Lamar Jackson beat me in the air. Okay, if you if you throw four touchdowns, four hundred yards, and beat us, that's great, congratulations. But you will not run the football on us. Uh, still have the win of the AFC North. Uh, behind them, I've got Pittsburgh. Uh, big Ben's coming back. Uh, I'm a big Big Ben fan. Uh, I, I think uh, he he's the mold of that offense. Uh, you know, he had a good year when AB left. Um, I know that was tough, whatever. But it, he had injuries last year, and so the Steelers, the Steelers, they 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 crumbled. Um, I think Juju Smith Schuster can can take over as a number one guy with the right quarterback, Mason Rudolph. It didn't didn't pan out well last year, so Steelers definitely struggled. But I, with Big Ben coming back, I can see them in that second spot in the AFC North and possibly squeezing out a wild card, uh, wild card spot in the playoffs. At third, I've got Cleveland, who, who loves to have a big-name roster and disappoint us the last couple years. Uh, I had high hopes for them last year, but... Baker, OBJ, and Jarvis Landry, and Nick Chubb uh, failed me last year and uh, had some coaching changes. Maybe they can turn it around this year. Uh, We'll see. But, you know, I have them having an okay year. Don't think they'll make the playoffs. And I think, you know, they're they're looking at a 7-9, 8-8, normal Browns type of season. Uh, Coming in fourth, uh, obviously much better than last year record-wise. I got the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, they took Joey Burrow, number one overall in this this last NFL draft, coming off one of the hottest, you know, most unbelievable college football season for a quarterback in the history of the sport. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I want to shift gears to you know five seconds of college football. Don't get me wrong, Joe Burrow, unbelievable year. Should have won the Heisman. Deserved the national championship. I think it was the luckiest year in in college football history. Yeah, no doubt. And what I mean by that is I think, you know, obviously talented guy, I said that, but I think he was more of a product of who he was surrounded by. Well, yeah, didn't didn't everybody on that starting offensive defense at LSU make it onto an NFL team? Yeah, I think they had 25 total, so that's that's three bench players. Yeah, so, I mean, he had a stacked team. Yeah, I I mean, it was just the, the cards were set up for Joe Burrow to be a freak of nature quarterback. Um, so do I think he'll be a good NFL quarterback? I think he'll be okay. 
do I see you know him turn around the Cincinnati Bengals? Absolutely not. So my final AFC North standings predictions give me Baltimore one, Pittsburgh two, Cleveland three, and Cincinnati four. What do you think, Dalton? Man, I did not. When I saw the Ravens last year, it was something that totally took me to surprise. I I think Lamar Jackson is getting better at throwing, and I think that is the key for the Ravens. I the Ravens number one. Uh, I mean, if you watch his games at Louisville to now, it's improved miraculously. And above that, the fact that Harbaugh has changed their offense to fit him and their personnel, I think that's just what you need to do when you have a kind of a running quarterback. Um, but just like the Chiefs, I said the Chiefs throw it too much. They need a running game. You kind of the opposite. The Ravens run too much. They do need a passing game. And, you know, Mark Andrews was pretty much their number one last year. They had Hollywood Brown. But, I mean, Mark Andrews was getting the ball most of the time. So uh, I th- think the Ravens win. But, yeah, you're right. I don't think they do as good as they did last year. I had the Browns at number two. I, I still believe in the eye test. You know, they have OBJ and they have Jarvis Landry. Um, but here's a hot take about OBJ. I think if the catch never happened, OBJ as a figure that he is doesn't happen. I think he's an average quarter or average wide receiver with one pretty nice catch. Uh, man, I could not agree more. I think, in a weird way, I think the NFL uh, wants wants him to be a big time figure, and so and so they push, you know, they push him being this this crazy receiver stud man i honestly i think jarvis landry is better than obj i think he's a he's a more complete receiver but anyways with the browns you know like i said i i, I go through the eye test i they look really good on tape nick chubb is a really one of the top running backs uh i'm still on the baker train i think he had a bad year last year but i think he'll come back have a good year the defense is okay miles garrett's back he's a stud so I don't know. I, I like the Browns at number two. Number three, I have the Steelers. I don't know how I feel about Big Ben. Um, if he has a great year, he has a great year. But I think he. I'm getting the. I'm getting uh, Tom Brady vibes from him. I think uh, he just doesn't have it anymore. Um, and what's his name? Mason Rudolph. He he's not. He's not the answer either. And also, hot take. I don't think Juju is a receiver one. I think he's a good receiver two, but I don't think he can be the guy. So I don't I don't know I I don't really like the Steelers this year. T.J. Watts a stud. That's that, that's what they got going over there. Ryan Shazier. I don't know if he's ever gonna play again. If he does, I mean he was a stud. But I don't know. Steelers at three, and then four. I have Bengals, but I have a question mark because I think however Joe Burrow plays is how the Bengals do. If he plays like he did at LSU last year, okay, they have a chance. Maybe they make a play a wild card or something. But it's, we don't know yet. It's unknown because of Joe Burrow. So I have them um, four right now, but with a question mark, it could be something. So I have Ravens, Browns, Steelers, and the Bengals. And talking about quarterbacks, our next is the AFC East. With uh, We have the Bills, Pats, Jets, and Dolphins. And I know we had two different lists until Mr. Cam Newton came around. So uh, tell me about the AFC East. Well, <laughs> the Cam Newton signing definitely shakes up the AFC East. Uh, to me, the Pats went from a team that was looking at a top 10 draft pick to a possible playoff team, a possible division winner. 
Uh, I still don't have them winning the AFC East. I'm really high on the Buffalo Bills this season. I'm a big Josh Allen believer. Here's a fun fact for you. Josh Allen, in his NFL career, has the same amount of rushing touchdowns as Saquon Barkley. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't even sound doesn't even sound right. But just shows that Josh Allen is a dynamic player. They just added Stephon Diggs in the offseason. Uh, they have a great defense, and I think I think the Bills are uh, are ready to uh, kind of shift the guards, if you will, for the AFC East. Obviously, the Patriots have have dominated this decade and the decade before in the AFC East, but I, I think think the Bills are, are going to take over here for a while. But New England still has Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick just added Cam Newton, a former MVP, went to a Super Bowl, won a Heisman, won a national championship. So let's not count them out. Uh, I mean, Cam Newton is is obviously a freak. Uh, New England's defense is unbelievable. You still got Julian Edelman. You've got Nikhil Harry. So, you know some young young players on that offense, and I and I I could see him making the playoffs uh, as a wild card. You know, you know, don't ever count don't ever count Bill Belichick out. You know, but my my problem with you with that take is you know you talk about Lamar Jackson and how you you kind of feel uncomfortable with him because he's a running quarterback. Cam Newton's a running quarterback, too. He's just a lot bigger than him. So do you think – and, you know, you don't see a lot of quarterback runs from a Patriot offense. I mean, you've had Tom Brady for years. So do you think uh, Cam Newton can pass with this offense? And also above that, you know, there's the Patriot way. And that's kind of a big deal. You know, there's a certain attitude you have to go into the uh, playing for the Patriots. And Cam Newton's an unspoken guy. You know, he talks a lot. He's, he's kind of – he's got his little vlogs going on right now. Do you think he can handle this offense and the Patriot way and be a successful quarterback? Well, I definitely think he can handle the offense. Um, he's just a good football player flat out. Let's not forget that. Uh, you talk about the Patriot way, and you know I'm sure that's a conversation that, that the front office had with Cam Newton, Cam Newton when signing him. Uh, but personally, I don't think it's going to be an issue. I think Cam Newton is out to prove a point that he can still do it. And so I see Cam Newton coming with with a real burning desire to go out and prove everyone wrong that that doubted him in Carolina and and throughout the NFL. So yes, I think he can you know quote unquote be a part of the Patriot way. Coming after New England, I have Miami, who who finished last uh, in the division last year. I think they added a lot of good young pieces. Uh, in the offseason, had a solid draft. Uh, you know, I, I think they're I think they're four or five years away. You know, they drafted Tua Tugavailoa. Uh, personally, I think they should redshirt him. Uh, you know, I don't know how healthy he is after a pretty pretty devastating injury at Alabama. Um, but he he's definitely a talented guy, and he he showed us that time in and time out. Uh, you've still got Ron Fitzpatrick. Obviously, he's old, but he can toss that thing around. Um, and I see them winning some ball games this year. Um, like I said, four or five years away, that, that's definitely a, an open project. Uh, and coming in behind them is the New York Jets. And me and you have had a couple conversations about the old New York Jets. And yeah, you're not, you're not a fan of uh, Mr. Sam Darnold. Let me tell you what. From the time Sam Darnold was a top five NFL draft pick, I have not been a fan of his. I don't think he's any good. I don't think he'll ever be any good. And until the Jets move on from him, the Jets will never be any good. 
I mean, that's that's a real hot take for me. I I really liked his film at USC. I thought I thought he was a great quarterback, and he hasn't done a lot of things a lot of things for the Jets. I'll give you that so far, but I still think he's a talented quarterback. And I think uh, you know I'll get to mine, but I think the Jets are three. I think they got a good chance. You know, I, the only thing they've got going for him is Le'Veon Bell and Jamal Adams, but Jamal Adams doesn't want to be there, and. You know, I don't know what he'll do come training camp time, but the man wants to be a Dallas Cowboy. Don't know if it'll happen. I'm sure they're asking for a lot, but kind of hard for me as a player to, you know, really bond with our team captain knowing outwardly that he doesn't want to be a New York Jet. Yeah, I mean, the whole Jamal Adams thing is crazy, but honestly, I don't know if they're going to be able to find somebody that will trade what they want for him. So, you know, it might become a holdout thing. He might play. But right now, if we're going right now, they still have Jamal Adams, and he's still one of the best safeties in the league. Um, You know, you were talking about the Cowboys, and, you know, the big rumor is that they're asking for Lyle Collins. That's his name, right? Yep. Or if you're Mr. Big Money, Jerry Jones, what are you doing? You giving giving him away? Ooh, man. Um, That's that's tough. Uh, Like you said, Jamal Adams, I think he probably is the best safety in the game. But I know that offensive line is is one of the most important positions in football. Uh, you control the line of scrimmage, you control the game, and you know I think I think strength on the offensive line coincides with uh, an elite offense. Hopefully that the Cowboys are about to have, rather than getting a All Pro safety. You know that obviously we would we would reap the benefits from, but I think you know I think in the long run. Having that anchor offensive line, offensive lineman in Leo Collins is more important. Yeah, and you're also, you know, we'll talk about the Cowboys later, but you're also losing Travis Frederick, who re- just recently retired. And you know, the Cowboys rely on Zeke. That's their guy. You know, I'm a big Dak isn't the guy. I'm a big you rely on Zeke and Zeke only. So you got to have a good offensive line to be able to let Zeke run. But we'll talk about that later. Uh, so you have the Jets, or you have the Dolphins and the Jets, right? Yep. So for my list, um, I agree with you. I think the Bills, I love the Bills. I don't know what it is about them. I love the Bills. Love the Bills Mafia. They're a great team all around. Josh Allen, he's a stud. But, you know, his throwing, do you you, you kind of question his throwing because he, he, he's a running quarterback now. Like, that yeah. is his thing. He's a running, he's kind of in the same boat as Lamar Jackson and Cam Newton, which is kind of weird. But he's a stud at running. He's got a, a bunch of uh, rushing touchdowns. I have the Bills at two. Now I don't know. I like Cam, but he's been he he has a you've seen how he throws. He's got a weird throw. He's been trying to work on it for a while. He's a running quarterback too. But my thing is I don't the Pats don't really have an offense for me. Julian Edelman is okay. Nikhil Nikhil Harry is unpro- he hasn't proven himself yet. They don't really have a running back. But the Patriots kind of do their thing where they pull these running backs nobody's ever heard of and then they make a career out of it. So I don't know. Patri- Patriots always find a way to pull it out. So I put them in number two, and I also have them making the playoffs. So you know you can't you can never doubt the Patriots. They're they're the Alabama of the NFL. Uh, I have Jets in number three. Uh, like I said earlier, I like Sam Darnold. I think if he just gets a good team around him, he's got a good chance. He needs an offensive line. I like Le'Veon Bell. He's a stud. Uh, do they still have Roby Anderson? Or did he leave? No, he's he's a Panther now. So that sucks because that was their guy. So they don't really have a lot of receivers, but I don't know. 
you know, Dolphins and Jets both suck for me, so it doesn't really matter. I have the Dolphins at four. I don't. I think this hip injury is going to affect Tua in the long run. I don't know if he plays just out out of the gate. Um, so that's that why I have him at four. I just don't know. I like Fitzpatrick too. I think he's a he's a, he's one of the smartest quarterbacks in the in the league, and he's shoot, he's been playing for a while. So I don't know. It like it's kind of like the same with the Bengals. If Tua can play, if Tua plays and he plays good, there's a chance. But I like the Jets. I'm not sure how I feel about Cam Newton and then the Bills. I like the Bills Mafia. Those are my boys. Uh, so we go on to the AFC South, and this one's kind of tough too. You know, you got two teams that are pretty much the same exact team: the Texans and the Titans. And then the Colts and the Jags. What do you got, huh? Man, I I, did, I had this one. Uh, as far as the AFC is concerned, this was this was my hardest division to pick a an outright winner. Uh, I, I don't think that there is an outright winner. Um, obviously, one team in the end will will win that division, and I have the Tennessee Titans doing so. Uh, last year, they showed me a lot. I was really impressed with with Derrick Henry. I think we finally got the Derrick Henry that we all knew. He, you know, he was capable of being. Uh, we saw it at Alabama. I mean, that's a grown man. I mean, that's a that's a defensive lineman running full speed downhill at you, uh, carrying the ball. Uh, I, you know, he won the rushing title last year. I, obviously, I don't think he he gets the yards that he got last year, but they're going to hand him the ball thirty times a game, and I don't think that's there's any doubt. Uh, you know, you talked about earlier, the Chiefs throw the ball too much; they need to run. Ravens run the ball too much. They need to throw. I think if Tennessee finds that middleman of, of feeding Derrick Henry and trusting Ryan Tannehill to make some some big throws on second and third down, I think the Tennessee Titans can, can be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, that's why I have them winning this division. Well, how do you feel about uh, Tannehill? Do you think he can get it done? And also, you know, a lot of people don't know it, but the Titans drafted, I don't know, I think it's McDonald, the quarterback from Hawaii. And I mean, he had he had a pretty good run in Hawaii, and a lot of people are excited about him. But how do you feel about Ryan Tannehill? I like Tannehill. Uh, he, he showed that he, he could definitely get it done down the stretch uh, last year. He's he's shown certainly shown that he's had success throwing the ball. Uh, he didn't throw it much, but he's very efficient. Uh, I love AJ Brown uh, out of Ole Miss with coming out with DK Metcalf. He's a freak of nature athlete. And I think he's definitely showing that he can be a stud number one receiver. So, yes, I think think Ryan Tannehill in the passing game can get it done enough for Derrick Henry to take over that offense and let the Titans with their defense and run game take over ball games. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, you don't have to have the best quarterback to play when you have Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry is the best runner you know, I don't think he's the best all-around running back, but I think he's the best straight runner. And, I mean, he'll run somebody at the two-yard line. Who are you going to give the ball to? Like, it's obvious. And, like, they know it's going to Derrick Henry, and you still can't stop him. So, yeah, I, I like the Titans. Uh, keep going. Uh, after them, I have the Houston Texans. Um, first thing I want to say about the Houston Texans is how, as a franchise, do you let go of arguably the most talented receiver in the game, I mean, it is that is a catastrophic failure. I don't care who you got in return. I don't care how many draft picks you got in return. You are not duplicating what DeAndre Hopkins was able to do with for most of his career subpar quarterback play. You gave him Deshaun Watson, who turned the franchise around. 
is an elite quarterback in my opinion. And I mean, I just I don't know how you get rid of a generational talent for for not much in return. I mean, I think David Johnson is an okay running back. He's not an elite running back for sure. Uh, you know, they'll be able to handle the ball, but they're they're really going to rely on Deshaun Watson to make a, a bunch of plays and win a lot of ball games. But the lucky thing is, is I think he will. Uh, I think he will figure it out. He's shown us that he is a Houdini-like quarterback, and I think he gets it done. J.J. Watts at the end of his career, I think he's still got a couple good years left. And so I expect Houston to edge out Indianapolis, who who I have in my third spot. You know, they just got Phillip Rivers, another guy that I'm that I'm not a fan of. No, no reason to. Like he he's one of the nicest guys, and you just have you just hate him. Yeah, he's a nice guy, but uh, I just I don't like his mannerisms on the field. He's very he's very whiny. Uh, him and Eli Manning, I don't love for that reason. Uh, but you know he'll he'll have success. Uh, I think he's better than Jacoby Brissett. You know you got T. Y. Hilton. Uh, you've got a you got a two headed monster in the backfield behind arguably the best offensive line in the game. You've got Marlon Mack. You just drafted Jonathan Taylor. You know I think they're both talented. I think Jonathan Taylor ends up taking over that that RB one role. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be enough this year to bounce them ahead of Tennessee and Houston at four. I have Jacksonville. I don't think that's a surprise. I think they probably are one of the you know least talented teams in the NFL. You know Gardner Minshew, fun guy to watch, but I don't. He's not. He's not a playoff quarterback. Uh, well, they still have uh, Leonard Fournette, which I think he. he well, they off- haven't used correctly. I know. I mean, he had an off year last year, but he's still one of the top running backs. It's kind of crazy what they're Talent doing. Talent-wise, but he. I mean, I just. I. He's not. He hasn't been put in a winning situation. So I don't think I think Leonard Fournette could be a Derrick Henry type guy, but he, he just never has been put in in much of a winning situation. You know, he went to the AFC Championship with Blake Bortles a couple years ago, and then that was it. If okay, so if you if you could put him on a team where you think he would fit best at, where would you put him at where he can succeed? Well, uh, I know earlier in the offseason there was trade talks of him going to Detroit. Um, that's a tough division, but you know, with a veteran gunslinging quarterback like Matthew Stafford, he's got Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay on the outside. I, I think that's a winning situation if you put in a a solid every down back like Leonard Fournette. I had two two teams that came to my mind. One was the Saints, and I know it's kind of surprising, but I think their best success was when they had Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram kind of doing, you know, Alvin Kamara's the outside guy and Mark Ingram runs it inside. You put Fournette there, and I mean, that's a three-headed monster with Drew Brees. And then the other team is the 49ers. And I mean, the 49ers have, you know, Shanahan's offense is money, but they don't really have a, a name running back yet. You put Fournette in that offense, I mean, geez, that's going to be insane. So, I mean, that, those are just two things. Like, I think Fournette has so much potential and is being wasted by the Jags. Uh, for my list, man, it, it, be, it came between the Texans and the Titans. Um, and I like the Colts too, but those two kind of run that division right now. And I'm a big Titans guy, but I put the Texans at number one. Um, just uh, Deshaun Watson is that guy. He is a really good quarterback. And I, I totally agree that the DeAndre Hopkins trade was awful, but I get it. You know, the money is always the issue, and he was asking for money that they weren't willing to give him, so they Pay trade it. him. Pay it. I don't know. Pay it. Ah, I, I not, get it. And they didn't, they didn't have a good relationship either. Pay it. 
if you're if you have a player that you feel you know they supposedly they said he they uh, they felt he was toxic you know and I get it, so they made the trade and I still think they have a good receiving core. Now, do I think any of those receivers can be what DeAndre Hopkins is? No, but I think they now have a, a really spread out offense. They have Kenny Stills, they have Will Fuller, and they have Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb, my boy, he carried the Packers for a while. I still think he's got it in him. They have a they have a good receiving core with very mediocre names. And so we'll, we'll I see. I don't know about that. Ke- Ke- uh, Stills is mediocre, and Cobb's, uh, Cobb's pretty big. He was up there a couple years ago. Oh, man. I think he's he's probably at the end of his time. But, um, but, rumor, rumor, rumor is old A.B. You know, Des- Deshaun Watson making tweets, looking out the car. <laughs> they want A.B. If A.B. comes onto that offense. All of a sudden, that is a force to a be reckoned deal. with. Um, if he can play more than two games. Yeah. But I like David Johnson. I know. Look at me. I'm a fool. But not my favorite. I think and they you know, they still have uh what's his name? Lamar Miller. He's he's a pretty good running back. No, he didn't play for He's gone? Anymore. Duke Johnson. Okay, Duke Johnson. He's a good running Shows back. Shows you what type of running game that Houston has. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, you know, I their defense is okay. They have a good secondary, finally. they they've been working on that for years. I'm, I want J.J. Watt to have one more good year, so I'm always praying for that. Um, so t- I have Texans number one. I have Titans number two, and I think it's going to be close uh, who's one and who's two. I really like Derrick Henry. Um, Taylor Lewan's one of the best tackles in the league. Um, so I like the Titans, and they have a good defense. The Colts are number three, but I could see them I could see them making the playoffs. And one name that I like that a lot of people don't talk about is Jacob Eason. Uh, he was quarterback for Georgia, transferred to Washington. He is a big guy, big arm. I like him, and with you know perhaps the best offensive lineman in the league, Quentin Nelson. I think uh, I think they could be really good if they do it right. But I still have my number three and number four is the Jags. You're 100 percent right. They have no talent, and I mean they're the they're pretty much now the Cavs are the Patriots. The Jags are getting Trevor Lawrence. Like that's happening. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. They are tanking and getting Trevor Lawrence. Losing for Lawrence. And I mean that next next year's episode might be something that might be a total change. I think Trevor Lawrence is a generational talent, and all of a sudden the Jaguars are relevant. Yeah, but still they don't have a lot of receivers. Their defense is poo poo. Goodbye, Jacks. So next up, we're gonna do our underrated and overrated. And what I mean by that is for the overrated, who was a team that did really good last year that we feel like is not gonna have the same season. And for the underrated, we're gonna pick. Who didn't do well or who you think can have a, a change? So, Humphreys, why don't you tell me which your overrated for the AFC is? Man, uh, overrated, and a lot of people are going to jump on me for this, but I'm going to go to the Baltimore Ravens. I uh, think, like I said earlier, I think they have a good year. They don't have a great year, though. They're not going to be able to duplicate the success that they had last year. I think the Chiefs run the AFC and – I don't think that's stopping anytime soon. I don't see the Ravens being able to get over that postseason hump. What about you? Uh, I picked the New England Patriots. Uh, as we talked about earlier, you know, the Patriots have this stigma of being, you know, the team that makes the playoffs every year. And Bill Belichick is a Hall of Fame coach, but you can't win games with a coach. Um, I don't think – I think Hamlin's a great quarterback – but I don't think they have a good enough offense, and I don't really – their defense is okay. So I don't think they uh, – I, st- I said they make the playoffs, and I still believe that, but I think it's a wild card. I don't think they're going to be as good as everybody says. And then who is your underrated team? Said it earlier in the show, 
Buffalo Bills, baby. I think I think it's their time. Uh, they're going to make a run in the AFC playoffs. Don't know if they can dethrone the Chiefs, but they will be there in the end. I am fully confident in that. The The AFC East is theirs to lose, in my opinion, and I, and I have a lot of high hopes for the Buffalo Bills. And I went the, as I was just explaining, the Houston Texans. Like I said, I, I like their offense still. I know that losing Hopkins is uh, – it's a bad move, but I still like it. I think they, you know, they always make the playoffs. They usually lose first round, but, you know, I think they're really underrated, and that's the only reason why is Deshaun Watson. I mean, there's going to be a year where he wins MVP. It's going to happen. It's coming. He, if it's with the Texans or not, but he is the franchise for that, for the Texans, and I like him. So I think the Texans are underrated, and they're going to have a good year. So now we move on to the NFC. Uh, this is me and you's little ballpark. We're, we're NFC guys, yep. so... This might be yep. a little bit rougher. We're going to start with the NFC West. This is a strong division, and uh, I know we're going to have some opposite opinions here, so why don't you go ahead. So the NFC West, in my opinion, it, top to bottom is probably the strongest division. Um, and and I I'm, I'm feel pretty confident when I say this. Um, I think this is something that people, people will jump on me for. But I think Seattle wins this division pretty handily. Um, I love Russell Wilson. I love DK Metcalf. I love Tyler Lockett. And and what Pete Carroll has done the last 10 years for Seattle, I, I think it has been really impressive in the NFC. And so I, I see Seattle with, with a talented defense winning the NFC West. Uh, coming in second, this is, you know, this is tough, but but I don't think I think San Francisco probably finishes second, but I don't necessarily see them making the playoffs. And you ask, you know, well, they went to the Super Bowl last year, but I don't. I mean, I think I think they just got hot. I think they're in a great system that is gonna have some success here and there, but I think they just got hot, hot last year. I think they got got lucky in some situations and and won won some ball games that they probably shouldn't have. And so I have them getting second, but not, you know, they're just, they're not as good as Seattle, in my opinion. Uh, they have a very talented defense, a solid run game, but I don't see them getting it done. In third, um, Dalton, this is Dalton's team oh, yeah. this year. Yeah. Big, Those are my boys. Big, uh, big, big uh, Arizona Cardinals fans, uh, Dalton is. Uh, obviously, you added DeAndre Hopkins. We talked about it earlier. Uh, I think they've got one of the most prolific passing offenses in the league now especially with a mind like cliff kingsbury but here's my argument with the cliff kingsbury talk he went a game over 500 with patrick mahomes <laughs> at texas tech i don't i don't see you know what's going to be any different in the nfl Teams, you, can't, you can't compare the the cardinals teams to the are texas better tech red raiders no, I, playing in the big 12 with no defense that you know, guru offensive passing mind. This is the NFL. You can't run that stuff. And so I think what he's used to and and normally has success with isn't going to work at this level. I think Kyler Murray is a dynamic quarterback. He's far from elite in my cat in in my opinion. Yet, he, yet I, I mean he, he could be there. one day. I just I don't see it. I really don't. Um, I think he's another Lamar Jackson type. Player not not as dynamic as Lamar Jackson, but he's a better thrower. I don't know, man. Five five nine. It's tough. I mean, and he won Rookie of the Year. I know, but I just I just don't in in the long run. I don't see Kyler Murray being an elite quarterback. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins playing beside Larry Fitzgerald will be a lot of fun, 
but I think they finished third in this division. Win a lot of ball games, but no playoffs this year for the Arizona Cardinals. Coming in fourth, a, a team that went to the Super Bowl two years ago, lost to New England, kind of a one-hit wonder, if you will. Jared Goff is a is a very, very facilitator-type quarterback, kind of just grabs a ball, hands it off, or tosses it. Nothing special. You know, they have a, a good receiving core in Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, but you lost Todd Gurley. Who's your running back now? You know, they're going to play the whole running back by committee thing, and I'm not a fan of that. I love I love a guy, you know, have your workhorse guy, and, and they definitely don't have that. Obviously, the highlight of their team is Aaron Donald, uh, who, who I'm sure we'll talk about later in this podcast, but hard for a defensive lineman to win a lot of ball games, you know? Yeah. Uh, especially in this day and age of football where offense reigns king. So for that, I have the Rams in fourth. Man, it the Rams are... The Rams are really surprising for me. I think Jared Goff, I think he's a bust at this point. We're kind of putting him in the bust. But, you know, running back by committee, and we're going to talk about the Packers later, running back by committee is a great idea, Man. and I'm, I'm interested. I have the Seahawks at number one. You know what? They're, they're good. Russell Wilson is one of the greatest quarterbacks behind Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. Um I like their tight ends. Got Greg Olson now. I know he got a couple of years left, but he still he still got it in him. Now DK Metcalf. I don't know how I feel about him. Stud. That man is a run straight stud and catch the ball. He cannot. Stud. What other route can stud. he run? But doesn't straight? matter. Look but, at But him. the second you double team him, what, what happens? Tyler Lockett. <sighs> stud. <sighs> Look, stud. I like the Seahawks. They're winning. They're winning the division. But <sighs> now number two. And I know I'm, I'm going to get flamed for it. I get it. But I have the Cardinals at number two. Like Humphrey said, I am on this bandwagon. You know how I am. I test guy. I mean, just look at this offense. Perhaps the two greatest receivers in the league right now, Larry Legend. Larry Legend. Oh my Larry God. Legend. Hall of Famer. Not in my top ten for 2020. Dude, ridiculous take. Very hot take. And then DeAndre Hopkins, the best receiver in the league. I like Kenyon Drake at running back, by the way. I didn't mention him. Yeah. But... Yeah, and then look, they got Christian Kirk on the inside. They have UMass legend. Oh my! Avery Isabella, I think his name Andy is. Avery Isabella, the goat. I love him. <laughs> Getting a jersey for just because. And this is my. This is another take. I'm gonna say, is Isaiah Simmons, uh, everything on defense player from Clemson. I think he's gonna change the defense. I'm think I'm thinking kind of a Nick Bosa thing we're getting. Uh, so I like Isaiah, I like Isaiah Simmons. They have a decent defense. Patrick Peterson is still the goat. Uh, Solid player. So I like the Cardinals number two. Man, putting the Niners at three was really hard. But Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> nope. I I don't I do not like like you and Sam Darnold is me and Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a bum. Like he's what does he do that is good? Nothing. Catches the snap and do, God. does what the coaches say. They have they have no named running back. They they're run by committee team. They have the best tight end in the league. That's it. Ah, debatable. Oh no no no. But they don't have a lot of big name players. Is your point? Yeah. and I totally agree. They have a they have a great D line. I'll give them that. Their their run defense is great. I know as a Packer fan, they I had to watch my boys get murdered twice. So I get it. Their defense is studly. But I don't know. I I think I'm with Hump. One hit wonder. And then last, I have the Rams. Uh, I think Jared Goff is a bust. Uh, their deep, their offense, their receiving core is okay. Cooper Cup, I mean, he's not gonna catch no fade. He's a inside slant guy. Uh, Aaron Donald is a man. He's using knives for off season training. So, <laughs> I mean, who's gonna stop that? 
but they still suck. Rams last, and now we move on to the NFC North. And I'm going to go ahead and start. Yeah, I'll, before, let, you, I'll let you start this before one. Before you even before say, you hear what I have to say. Yeah, before you even say the ridiculous takes, I know what's coming. This is Dalton's realm, so I'm going to let him have it. Number one is the Green Bay Packers. And I know everybody is everybody losing their mind. You know, boo. We, that was not a coon. That was a <laughs> boo. Look, I get it. We didn't draft a receiver. I get it. I am on the same boat. I was very upset. But... Jordan Love. What kind of confidence do you have in Aaron Rodgers drafting a first-round quarterback who, who's not, to me, not even a first-round quarterback talent? I think think you could have waited and gotten him. You what know, does that say about Aaron Rodgers? You know who else wasn't considered a first-round draft pick and got picked in the first round, replacing one of the best Packer quarterbacks of all time? Aaron Rodgers. Happened to him. He, he's, he should understand. You know, everybody knows Rodgers only has a couple years left. And he's going to retire as a Packer. Oh, I'm calling he will, it. He, he will not. Very great take. He is staying a Packer for life. Look, Matt LaFleur's offense is a run-first offense. We have one of the better running backs coming up, one of the future, Aaron Jones, leading rushing touchdowns. Top 15. And A.J. Dillon. Now, I, a lot of people have, hasn't watched Boston College games. I have. And A.J. Dillon, this is a comparison, is another Saquon Barkley. That is the great hottest take, take what a great of the take show. That is. That's Imagine a great take. drafting a backup quarterback and a backup running back and calling that a win for the 2020 draft. A a running by committee that is, is great. Oh, and man. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon splitting you reps just said, is going to be You just said great. he's one of the most up-and-coming running backs. That 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 cannot be true and have a running back by you, committee. You can have two running backs. You, Matt LaFleur runs the ball. Not, not one of the best but, in the league and, and a Saquon Barkley-type guy. Well, you can have one carry down the field, and then you have one score. It, is, it's a great idea. That is a hot take. Now to the receivers. Who? Yeah. De- I let me Devontae name Adams. Devontae Adams. And, oh, okay, hold let's on. move on to the tight ends because that's all they have. Devontae Adams. Oh, and he, he I don't understand why he doesn't like Alan Lazard. Any, anyone listening to this episode, I hope there's hope there's a bunch of you. If you – please comment in, in, in the, the comment section – who who is Green Bay's second receiver? If you can tell me that you actually know who Alan Lazard is, I will personally personally come and shake your hand. He's a great receiver too. Oh, he had a good for his first year last year. He had some good numbers, and he's talking like anybody know who Michael Gallup is as a Cowboys My, fan. Michael Gallup, eleven hundred yard receiver in twenty nineteen. Michael Gallup. That is the same grouping oh, as Alan Lazard. Only the fans know who they are, that is but the they're going to take. come back. Green Bay Packers it. don't know who Alan Lazard is. We we have one of the best defenses. Oh. The Smith brothers, the oh. best linebacker duo, pass rush duo. Is that not a good take? The, it, after what you just said about Alan Lazard, oh. I don't even care what you say about the defense. And we also signed, and I'm going to butcher the name, Devin, I want to say Funches. Funches, Funchies, Funches, whatever. You don't even know his name. He's good. Okay. That's all I know. He's That's old. all I care about. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a revenge season. He's angry because y'all are disrespecting him. He sees it. I see it. LaFleur sees it. We're winning the division. Outright. Outright winning the division. Now, do we go to the Super Bowl? I don't know. But we're winning the division. My number two is the Vikings. Vikings are okay, but they lost to Fawn Diggs. That is the number one reason why they are not going to win the division. Uh, Adam Thielen is not a receiver one. That is a terrible take. 
awful take. I like Kyle Rudolph. He's a great uh, tight end. Dalvin Cook, he had a breakout year last year. I like their defensive line is very studly. I like the Vikings number two. Uh, I had the Lions at number three. Uh, cold take. A lot of people want, like the Bears three, but I like Matt Stafford. I think he's a great quarterback. Uh, they're slowly making progress with uh, what they're doing. So I'm putting the Lions at three. And the Bears, I have a dead last. But, you know, it all depends who plays quarterback. You know, you have Trubisky. You have Nick Foles. I don't know who's going to play yet. They really like Trubisky. But Foles is that dude, MVP of the Super Bowl. Um, they have 8,000 tight ends, which I have to love being a tight end myself. So I like the Bears, but I hate the Bears because I'm a Packer fan. Uh, Khalil Mack is still one of the best defensive players in the NFL, so that's always that can always change the game. But I just don't think they have they have it yet. So Packers, Vikings, Lions, Bears. Let's hear your terrible takes. Uh, I'm going to run through this pretty quickly because I don't I don't need Dalton's negativity coming my way uh, in regards to the NFC North. Uh, for starters, the Minnesota Vikings are winning this division this year. Dude, no way. If Dalvin Cook plays and he doesn't hold out. He is going to have a top five running back season. You, you worry about the injuries, but this is going to be a breakout year for Dalvin Cook. Uh, get off my man Adam Thielen, okay? Dude, Don't no. come at me about Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen, time in and time out, has proved haters wrong, walked onto a Division two, paid his own way to a Minnesota Vikings tryout, and now he's a top 15, maybe top 13 or 12 receiver That's in a, the NFL. That is an awful take. It is not. It is not an he awful take. He was good and because Stephon Diggs no, was covered. Bro, Stephon Diggs, great player, better athlete. Not an oh. awesome receiver. They just drafted Justin Jefferson, who I think will compliment Adam Thielen very nicely. Kyle Rudolph is a red zone monster. Not a huge Kirk Cousins guy, but a good enough facilitator with some impressive offensive players around him. Defense is solid. You already mentioned that. Harrison Smith is a stud in the back end. Love Danielle Hunter on the D-line. Vikings win this division, and and, and I'm pretty sure about that. Number two, I'll go to your Packers, whatever. I have them making the playoffs. Don't worry. But Aaron Rodgers is washed up. No, he's his not, time, man. His reign of terror is over. His ego is too big. He will leave the Green Bay Packers, and he will not retire a Green Bay Packer. You brought up Brett Favre earlier. How many times did he retire and go to another team? Quite a few, if I remember. Look, Same his, thing. his first, his his off year last year was better than probably most of these starting quarterbacks. Get out of here. What? Listen, but okay, it, it's only going to decline. You oh talk about Matt God. LaFleur being a run-first offense. Well, good, because they have no receivers. I'm tripling Devontae Adams. I don't even know who Alan Lazard is. You're going to know. They, the they, have, they have Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who I drafted in fantasy last year. <laughs> Mega bust. Hey, I, that's how, for, this I, is, I forgot St. Brown. He, oh, he has equinim- a lot of potential. Spell equanimous. <laughs> Get out of here. Even you don't even know Brown. who they are. Terrible receiving core. You know, Obviously, Devontae is a top five talent, but... That's going to be real hard to do with no no Robin to his Batman. Look, this is my thing, too. And having a run-first team is great for an old quarterback. Because now, because, you know... You're admitting with, that he can't do it anymore. That's with what I'm Mike saying. McCarthy, it was the Roger show, because Mike McCarthy doesn't know how to coach anymore. Oh, we'll, get, okay. we'll get to that later. That, that was a so shot it became, for no reason. It became Rogers, the Rogers deep ball party. 
But now you hand the ball off, hand the ball off, and then you play action, and Rodgers has to make one or two throws a drive. That's perfect for an older quarterback who has, doesn't have a lot of years left. This is perfect offense for him. Keep moving going. on, moving on. Green Bay Packers make the playoffs as a wild card and nothing more. Go. Number three, I've been conflicted about this, but I finally decided I really like the Detroit Lions this year. Uh, you know, they're always disappointing, but I think Matthew Stafford's got, got some gunslinger left in him. I love Kenny Galladay. <coughs> Excuse me. I love Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones is a great fantasy football receiver to have because he's so undervalued, not talked about enough. They're both big, long, tall, red zone, touchdown scoring outside receivers. And here's a pretty hot take for you. I think Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions are this year's Jameis Winston and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think he's going to close his eyes drop back and throw the ball as far as he can and hope for a miracle with two dynamic outside tall long receivers but that's not i I lost his name (coughs) the guy he was the patriots defensive coordinator the new head coach for the lions uh neji that's not his that's not his offense though he is a power run guy he is a interior guy so i don't know if they change it like that and I, you know, like I said, I like Matthew Stafford, but I don't know if they changed like that. They had a couple good games last year where it was surprising, and the Packer Lion game they put us they put us to the test. So I don't know, but I, I don't know if they switched their offense like that. Uh, coming in at fourth, I've got Chicago. I totally agree with Dalton. Incredible defense, headlined by one of the best in the game, Khalil Mack. He's a freak. Um, but a linebacker, outside linebacker, is not winning a division for you. Mitchell Trubisky is going to go down as one of the worst and missed opportunity draft picks for an organization in the history of football. The Kansas City Chiefs just signed Patrick Mahomes to a 10-year, half-a-billion-dollar deal. And did you know that the Bears picked Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes? Oh, oh, it gets better. And Deshaun Watson. So every time I look in the mirror and I'm a Bears fan, I'm asking myself, why did we pick Mitchell Trubisky? He's a bust. His clock is up. It's time to move on. It's Nick Foles' season. See if he can salvage, uh, uh, you know, piggyback off of a great defense. They have Allen Robinson. They have David Montgomery. You know, some young, talented guys, but don't see much out of the Bears this season. And definitely Mitchell Trubisky is not the answer. Well, I mean, in defense of the Bears, and I would never defend the Bears, but when you look at the college film, Mitchell Trubisky's film was a lot better than Patrick Mahomes in college. Oh, Patrick, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes was the throwing it as far as he could kind of guy, but they were, they worried about his accuracy. And you have to admit, Patrick Mahomes came out of nowhere. about Mitchell Trubisky's accuracy. I mean, if you look at the, his college film, it was pretty. Now, Deshaun Watson, that was crazy. I don't know why they his, you know, he won national championship, beat Alabama. I don't know why they uh, missed that, but I get the Patrick Mahomes. And he you have to admit, Patrick Mahomes kind of came out of nowhere, right? Not for me. I've known. Well, yeah. So I'm playing, Texas, so yeah, I'm whatever, playing high school five times. I've known the dude was going to do this. And, and so for me, Bears missed out on the biggest opportunity they could have ever had. So next. We oh, yeah. We're, we're getting into my realm now. The NFC East. So I'm going to start this one, Mr. Dalton Meyer. Go ahead. NFC East, I don't care what any naysayers say. I know what I think. I know what you guys should think, 
And you want me to say it? This is going to be a terrible take coming. Just you want me to say it? Know. Go ahead. This is the Cowboys year. I say it every year. I mean it every year. And I dang sure mean it this year. Had Dalton, unbiased. Don't, don't be biased on this. Be unbiased. This is a ridiculous roster. Put looks together. Good. You know me, I'm an eye test guy, and this looks really pretty. I but mean, they always look pretty. Listen, and listen. Stink it up. Listen, I agree fully. Every year, the Cowboys find a way to disappoint me, but I am so excited for this next five or six year window. Uh, I, You said earlier that Dak wasn't the guy. Dak, of course, is the guy. He He's next in line to be. One of the elite quarterbacks. Oh, my goodness. His efficiency is second to not many. I mean, time in and time out, he he makes the big play. A lot of people bash on him. That's because he's a quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. People didn't like Tony Romo, which is which is unbelievable. The guy, if he wins a Super Bowl, is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, my God. Dog, look at the stats. Come on. Look at that. Tony Romo is the most underappreciated quarterback in NFL history. Mark it, date it, sign it. Hot take. Not a hot take. Uh, an, an underrated take. Uh, moving on. Ezekiel Elliott, best running back in the NFL, most complete. Um, you don't. I, you don't believe that, do you? I do wholeheartedly. My goodness. I mean, he hot is take. a he. Sorry, y'all. We take. got a lot of hot takes coming for y'all today. No, Jesus. no. That 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 offense runs through Zeke, and and that is true. But yeah. You don't have the offensive line anymore. Oh, Travis we do. Frederick was the anchor. Nah, you still got. You, who's playing center? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who's playing. I don't know who's playing center. That's I don't know who's playing center. Mm-hmm. You still got. You still got Tyron Smith. Okay. He's you still out. got Zach Martin. He's one year from being done. He, uh, that's debatable. You got Leo Collins, who who's well, an up and coming tackle. Not for long. And, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's talk about this receiving core. Okay, you talking about the Packers having a receiving core, Amari Cooper. Who is a, we'll say top seven top receiver, ten. top ten everybody, top seven. Hmm. Michael Gallup, who, who might not e- might not even be our second guy this year, had eleven hundred yards last year, breakout season. Oh yeah, and then we drafted C.D. Lamb, unproven receiver, the best receiver in the twenty twenty draft. Ooh, well, behind who? Exactly. C.D. Lamb is an unbelievable draft pick for the Cowboys. Didn't even cross in my head that we could get him. When he fell to us, I was ecstatic, jumping around my room. Couldn't believe that Dak Prescott was going to get the throw to three amazingly talented receivers. Defensively, you've got Jalen Smith, who's a freak. Leighton Vander Esch, who, if you don't know him, you dang sure will. Okay, Demarcus Lawrence is a stud. You signed a lot of veterans. You've got Gerald McCoy. You've got Don Tari Poe. You've got Alden Smith coming off suspension. You signed HaHa Clinton Dix in the back end. I mean the list the list keeps going. The Cowboys are primed and ready and and this is their year. I, I think they make a run. I think they win the NFC East. Um and, and I, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for what we're about to witness the Cowboys do. I mean, yeah, they're I'll give it that. Their their defensive line pickups was insane for me. Getting Gerald McCoy and Dontari Poe is a big time. Gerald McCoy is very underrated. He was really good with the Buccaneers. And Jonatari Poe is that middle guy that nobody's getting around him. He's holding that middle as a nose guard. Uh, Alden Smith might come around and change it, change the game. And Demarcus Lawrence, you know, he's good too. Um, your secondary is a problem. And I, I think if you can fix your secondary, you have Ha Ha Clinton Dix, who was a Packer. I do like that man. 
But your corners, who who's playing corner? I like Chabodia uh, Chim- Wuzie. Um, you know, we got a lot of. We're, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of uh, pick and choose. You know, week to week. We don't have a. Lot, that's not our strong suit. But maybe you add Jamal Adams. But I'm not even I'm not even preparing for that. I don't think we need to. We're gonna score a lot of points. Our front seven is impressive, and we're gonna win a lot of ball games. I just hope uh, Mike McCarthy doesn't give up on y'all like he gave up on the Packers. No, he's probably move on. Ready. Who is your number two? <laughs> I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. I uh, hate the Eagles. You know, hard to say anything good about them. But I do like Carson Wentz coming from North Dakota State. You know, shout out FCS football. Um, he's a winner. Obviously, he showed us that. But can he stay healthy? Because yeah. he ne- he's really struggled with that. And to me, talking about Packers drafting Jordan Love in the first round, the Eagles drafting Jalen Hurts in the second round is showing they don't know either. Uh, I You know... Carson Wentz is the answer for a successful Eagles team, and and I do in fact have them making the playoffs as a wild card team. But what kind of confidence do you have in Carson Wentz drafting Jalen Hurts in the second? Um, well, I also heard they're going to use Jalen Hurts as kind of like a Taysom Hill package, and and I think that'll be successful. But I think I think that is the right approach with the fact that Carson Wentz, you know, he he gets injured every year. But I do believe that Carson Wentz has a full year. Um, he has a shot at MVP. I mean, you look at the year they won the Super Bowl. If if they if he stays healthy, he's winning the MVP that year. And that I mean, that was coming. Um, and then what, what do you think about the Giants or Redskins? You can kind of toss both. I'm gonna of them spend up. I'm gonna spend about five seconds talking about both of them. Uh, they're not very good. They're not gonna be very good. They won't be very good next year. Saquon Barkley is in an unfortunate situation. I hate it for him because. He's arguably the most talented player in the NFL, um, and he's never going to win. And that doesn't matter. Uh, Daniel Jones, I think he might be okay one day. He ain't going to be good now. Uh, moving on to the Redskins, I love Chase Young at Ohio State. I think that was a great pick. But a defensive end can't make you go from a top a top five NFL draft pick to a playoff team. It's not happening. Man, I think this. I think the Redskins. Well, Redskins for now. They could be. We don't know what they're going to be named yet. So I guess we can keep them the Redskins for now. I like the Red Tails. I I, I think that'd be awesome. I heard the Red Tails, and I heard you said the Senators. Sen- yeah, it was I an like old the baseball Senators. team. But uh, I think I think it'll end up being the Red Tails. Um, I like Dwayne Haskins, and I like Scary Terry. I think I think that little duo might be something. And then what's the what's the running back's name? The one that Dar- got hurt, Darius Guys. I like him too. He hasn't had a chance to kind of prove himself yet. Um, and I do like Chase Young. I think the defense is building. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Boo-boo and boo-boo. Um, I have the Eagles winning the NFC East. No, I'm just I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I have the Cowboys winning, unfortunately. Uh, they do look really good. It's They look scary good. And it's going to make me even more happy when they lose with a scary team because now <laughs> they have no excuse. I don't think Dak Prescott is the answer. I think it is Andy Dalton's season. Get oh my out of here. goodness. That's another great pickup. All Andy Dalton needs is a team, and he's finally got it. Andy Dalton's going to turn this team around. If he actually plays, I will be very scared as an NFC fan. I mean, you can If you watch games, man, Dak Prescott. You're saying that because he's a ginger. No, no, I, I love Andy Dalton. You can't mean that. Dude, I was watching a game, and oh. Dak Prescott overthrew a. Check down to Zeke. What? What kind of elite quarterback does that? Get out of here. And here's another stat for you. The only games that Dak Prescott had very big yards were against under 500 teams. His record against over 500 teams were awful. 
Watched the Packer Cowboy game last year. I mean, that was awful. We destroyed y'all. And so, against over 500 teams, it's rough. Even look in the playoffs. What year did y'all play the Rams and you let C.J. Anderson become a superstar because of your defense? Yeah, that, I, don't, I don't have anything to say I don't that. think Vander Esch is an elite linebacker. Oh, he is. I think Jalen Smith is an elite linebacker. Vander Esch is not. He had one good year, sophomore sophomore slump, got hurt. He got hurt. He has a broken neck. Just wait. Listen, no, I'm, you're going to talk about stats. I'm going to talk about stats, okay? Cowboys finished number one offense in the NFL last year, correct? Yes. Cowboys finished with a top 15 defense in the NFL last year, correct? Yes. All that means is we're missing coaching. Somewhere along the lines, we missed out, you know, coaching, game management, special teams, and Mike McCarthy is our savior. Mike McCarthy is going to turn around that Cowboys coaching office and the Cowboys will officially be a force to be reckoned with for the for years to come. I mean, I can't I cannot say nothing bad about Mike McCarthy. He carried the Packers organization for many years. Uh, we had some of our best records with him. We won a Super Bowl with him in 2010. So I love Mike McCarthy. He kind of had some issues at the end of the year, kind of gave up on the team and stopped doing stuff, a lot of issues with that. But when he's locked in, he's locked in. So, yeah, the Cowboys look scary good. If they suck, I'm going to celebrate. I have the Eagles number two. I like Carson Wentz. Um, Giants and Redskins, boo and boo. I like Saquon Barkley. He's the most complete running back in the NFL, not Zeke. Zeke is top three, though. And then we go to the NFC South. Weird division. Weird division. Um, so you go ahead, you know, the Bucks and the, the Saints. What do you think? Uh, man, a lot of people are talking about the Bucks this offseason. You signed Tom Brady uh, to replace Jameis Winston, who, other than interceptions, had a really dominant year at quarterback with two freaks like Mike Evans and um, Chris Godwin. Sorry, went blank for a second. I think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, but is that going to translate to to a high-powered offense? How many times has Tom Brady had two all-pro receivers on the same offense? He's he's made a living on the dink and the dunks, you know, the Julian Edelman type receivers, the the Rob Gronkowski, and he does have Rob Gronkowski, but is he going to be the same? Uh, my prediction's no. I think think his body is is tired taking a year off. It could be a good thing rest-wise, but we'll see. I'm not jumping on the Buccaneers bandwagon. I have them getting second in this division, and that's behind the New Orleans Saints. Sean Payton, Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. I mean, that's that's loaded. Michael Thomas is not maybe, not probably, but definitely is the best and most talented receiver in the NFL. He'd be the best receiver on any offense in the NFL, He's going to catch over 100 balls every I mean I mean he is going to be the most consistent player game in and game out throughout the entire season. I love the Jameis Winston sign. You you keep a high powered offense uh high powered if Drew Brees gets hurt. You know Teddy Bridgewater did okay last year. Got him got him through that rough patch of Drew Brees being out. I like the pickup of Jameis Winston here, but you know no doubt I have New Orleans winning this division. Uh, coming in third, I have Atlanta. I, I think Atlanta definitely is is a possible playoff team. I like Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley a lot more with Todd Gurley, who they added this offseason, than I did last year. Defense is atrocious. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty bad. But I think they're going to put up points. 
Julio Jones' touchdown production is going to come back. He's he's one of the freakiest NFL receivers. Uh, I think I see a lot of a good future out of Calvin Ridley. And if Todd Gurley can stay healthy, Atlanta can really be a good team. Uh, coming in fourth, Carolina. They signed Teddy Bridgewater. You've got Christian McCaffrey, one of the most versatile, talented players in the NFL. But I see them winning five or six games. Going to win some ball games from from Christian McCaffrey and and some talented young players alone. But definitely not enough to make the playoffs for me. Uh, I like the Saints at number one. I don't think Michael Thomas is the best receiver in the league. I think number two, DeAndre Hopkins is the best receiver in the league. Uh, But the Saints still have a stacked offense. Drew Brees is one of the best uh, behind Aaron Rodgers. Uh, (laughs) I like Alvin Kamara. I like I like the Saints. Uh, I got Bucks at number two. I do like the Bucks as well. I don't think Tom Brady has what he used to have, but he still has something. I think he's going to ball out. Uh, Mike Evans is going to be a threat. I think he's going to become an All Pro this year. I don't think Gronk is the same, but I think Gronk is enough because they that. have OJ Howard, who I absolutely love. I think he's a great tight end, and that duo is going to be kind of special. Uh, it gives Gronk the ability to kind of go out wide more and let OJ be inside. I like the Falcons, but they have him at number three, not making the playoffs. Julio Jones, top three receiver. Matt Ryan still got a couple left kicking. But Todd Gurley, I don't know. That leg injury was pretty serious. They're 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 saying that it's not going to happen. I I think he's got a couple left in him too. And then last side of the Panthers, I'm excited to see what Teddy Bridgewater does. Um, and then Christian McCaffrey, if he plays well, I I have him in my uh, MVP running. So uh, I like Christian McCaffrey. He's the one of the best res, uh, running backs too. Um, so you want to move on to awards? Do you want to do the overrated underrated real quick? Oh yeah, we talked. We'll talk about the overrated underrated. Uh, so tell me, you're overrated for the uh, NFC. NFC overrated. I touched on this a little bit, but I'm gonna go the San Francisco 49ers. One hit wonder for me. Went to the Super Bowl last year. I, I don't even know if I have them making the playoffs this year, to be honest. Uh, which is tough to say, but yeah, one hit wonder for me. Uh, I also agreed with the Niners, but I also I wanted to switch it up and have another answer. So I went with the Vikings. I talked about it earlier. Don't think Thielen's the guy. Don't like him at all. Kirk Cousins is okay, but not elite. They have a decent defense, but I just think a lot of people are sleeping on the Packers and putting way too much hype on the Vikings. Uh, for underrated, have the Cardinals. Love the Cardinals. Those are my guys next year. They have, they have a, one of the best-looking offense looking at it through the eye test, and uh, Isaiah Simmons is going to be a threat. My underrated is, uh, is the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you can call it bias. You can call it whatever you want. I don't care. It's it's their time to shine, man. I, I'll say it time in and time out. This is their year. I, I truly believe that. So, you know, I'm excited to see. Um, hopefully they don't disappoint me like they normally do. But just like you said, they more than passed the eye test. All right, and for the last segment, we're going to discuss two of the awards. We're going to talk MVP and Coach of the Year. And then the rest of the awards, Offensive Rookie, Defensive Rookie, Offensive Player, Defensive Player, and Comeback. We're going to post on our social media both of our picks, and then if you want to discuss it with us, you can. So for MVP, you know, I put in a couple names. I know you have a couple names. Who do you have for your MVP? So the four guys I want to I want to mention is uh, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, and please my pick. And my pick, my pick for the twenty twenty MVP. I'll take. Uh, here, here's my reasoning before I even say his name. People love new MVPs, okay? 
the reason I say that is you give you give anyone you give anyone in the NBA LeBron's stats from a year to year basis, and they're in the MVP category. So you know by saying that Patrick Mahomes he's got to throw sixty touchdowns to win the MVP next year. Something you know a, a ceiling that might be too high for for even a superstar like that. So with that being said, after they finish first or second in the NFC and have a dominant year due to a high-powered offense, my 2020 NFL MVP prediction is Dak Prescott. Boo. I, Boo. I, I, think, I, I really I th- think it might happen. I think Zeke has a better chance than Dak does. It's a quarterback's game, man. Boo. Who you got? Uh, I'm on the same boat. I think my two for sure are Mahomes and Wilson. I mean, they're always in the conversation. They both have uh, very high-powered offenses, and they're both super good quarterbacks. And then my two kind of, you know, iffy depends is Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey. Now, normally a running back doesn't get MVP, but when you are the team and the team alone and you're going to run the stats, I think there's a chance. If if either of those teams have a good year, I think one of them will win the MVP. But I don't think the Giants or the Panthers will have a successful year. So those were kind of iffy. But, you know, I threw them out there. I think those are the two best uh, running backs and then Derrick Henry and then you wait a couple, and then Zeke. Oh, my God. So I like them. And then for coach, I picked – I started with Andy Reid for the Chiefs. You know, they're, they're probably going to be in the Super Bowl again. I put Bruce Arians for the Bucks. This is a hot take. But if the Bucks end up being as good as everybody will say, you know, Bruce Arians is going to get a lot of credit for it. So Bruce Arians went Cliff Kingsbury. I'm a Cardinals man, as I've been saying. And uh, if they have a good year like I'm thinking they are, Cliff Kingsbury will definitely get a lot of credit and then lastly, I put Harbaugh. If the Ravens have another good year, you know what? If they make it to the Super Bowl this year, I think he'll get it again. Harbaugh. And I have a feeling I know what your pick is. I put one coach and one coach only. Uh, the only the only correct prediction this year, it's Mike McCarthy. You know, he took a couple years off. Uh, he's the leader in the Cowboys clubhouse now. And and when they again, like I said, when they finish first or second in the NFC. Make a playoff run, hopefully to the Super Bowl. Mike McCarthy and I, I talked about earlier. First off, or number one uh, offense in the NFL, top fifteen defense in the NFL. What was the variable that we needed to change? Coaching. Mike McCarthy's the answer. He wins your twenty twenty NFL Coach of the Year. There's only one team that McCarthy will win Coach of the Year to, and that was when he was with the Packers. It's not happening again. Cowboys not doing that good. But that is the end of our episode number two of our NFL preview. Uh, make sure to keep looking at social media for the rest of our honors award predictions. Uh, next week, we're talking college football. It's going to be exciting. We're going to talk. We're going to go through the top 25, kind of breeze through it, talk conferences, and maybe talk some FCS. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we hope you enjoy this episode, and we will see you next time.